0: Morning, Tov, Buenos dias, Sabah lecher. This is Shanafold here from Tel Aviv with the Israel Daily News podcast. I'm here to give you the daily headlines so you can get caught up quickly. Today is Monday, July 27th, 2020. Let's start it off right and let's get to the news. All the Israeli papers have been covering this story and with good reason. Do you remember a story I've been covering about Israel banning gay conversion therapy? It's meant to make a gay person straight, and it can have very negative side effects. Well, the leader of the Arab party in parliament, Ayman Odeh, supported the measure to make conversion therapy illegal, and now his colleagues are questioning his political stance conservative Arab member of Knesset Walid Taha called Oda's support for the ban problematic for the vast majority of the society that elected him. He even said that the phenomenon of gays is almost non-existent in Arab society and that if it exists at all, it is of limited dimensions. Fierce debate over support for the gay community within Arab society was recently sparked when an Arabic tahina company launched a campaign to donate money to the LGBTQ crisis hotline in Israel. Netanyahu, Netanyahu, there's always something new with Israel's prime minister. Reports are surfacing that the prime minister of Israel is looking for a loophole he could use in order to push out alternate prime minister Benny Gantz. Gantz is set to share the role with Netanyahu following three rounds of frustrating elections that already happened. Now, rumor has it that Netanyahu is looking to destroy the unity government that the Likud party has set up with blue and white, but will try to pull in two members of the Derech Eretz party, plus a few more, in order to get a majority of 61 that lawmakers needed for the majority of the 120-member Knesset. Of course, this seems like something that should have been worked out during coalition talks, but nevertheless, Israel's Channel 12 says this kind of maneuver is on on the table. Supporters of the Prime Minister from the United Torah Judaism Party, who usually back Netanyahu, say he will lose their support if he tries to dissolve the Knesset and bring the country back into another round of elections. I will certainly be following that one. Israel now has its own wall of moms, and if you haven't heard of it yet, it is exactly what it sounds like, a group of mothers who come out to protect the youth. Young people have been protesting outside of the prime minister's house night after night, criticizing his handling of the coronavirus and accusing him of committing the acts of bribery and fraud that he is on trial for. The protests get cleared by police routinely at around 1230 or 1 AM. And in order to protect the young people, there's a group of mothers who turned their WhatsApp group into an assembly. The moms wear yellow vests and make themselves into a protective barrier to cover the young protesters and keep them away from officers. The leader of the moms began the group without realizing that there is an identical one that was started in Portland, Oregon in the United States during the Black Lives Matter protests. She actually learned about the group from her daughter who lives in Connecticut. Haaretz reveals that officers have been shooting water jets at protesters' heads within close range, which is against the department's own protocol. A video of a protester getting shot in the face with strong water causing him to topple over backwards has been surfacing on the internet with nearly 100,000 views. One protester said he was hit in the ear by the water jet. He fell to the floor, his ear was damaged, and his head split open. He says he was shot from just one car length away and that he had been on his way out of the event when it happened. It was the 19-year-old's first demonstration, and he said it felt that rather than trying to disperse the nonviolent protesters, it was a scare tactic to prevent demonstrators from coming back. I'd like to give myself a proper introduction at this point. If you're listening for the first time, I'm Shana Fold. I live in Tel Aviv, Israel, but I'm originally from Queens, New York. But before moving, I completed a bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism and Spanish. Then I became a writer at New York One News in Manhattan before moving to Israel, where I grew into a field reporter and anchor at ILTV in Tel Aviv and Israel Now News in Jerusalem. I'm also the host of the Sunset series, a weekly Monday night happy hour talk series. Tonight, we're having our event on Zoom with Elliot Chadoff, a political and military analyst specializing in the Middle East conflict and the global war on terrorism. His topic is Iran, China, and the new threat to Israel. After he speaks, I'll be holding a question and answer. Please bring a cocktail to the screen because I will surely be having one. This is meant to be a happy hour. You can find the details on Facebook and in the show notes. The story of a family who can no longer pay their rent due to the coronavirus-related financial crisis is surfacing around Israeli media. The Ophir family, along with their four small children, are currently living in nature while they try to get back on their feet. They say that following Passover, it became clear they would no longer be able to pay the bills in Jerusalem, and they moved to live in a spring nearby. After a long job search, the father of the family found a job south of Ashkelon, near the Gaza border. He moved there with his family, and they're currently living beside the beach while they try to save money and get reorganized. But authorities say that is not okay. Police approached the family, who have been living out of a makeshift tent, and told them to pack up and go. The Ophirs say they don't plan to stay for long, but just needed a minute to catch their breath. Well, I hope this story means something to you. This last tale is a fun one. An ancient shipwreck is being explored just off Israel's coast of Haifa. The ship is around 1300 years old and according to archaeologists, marks the time between Byzantine and Islamic rule in the area. Researchers say the ship was full of cargo, pottery, agricultural products, and items with Greek and Arabic inscriptions on it, plus the name of God in Arabic, as well as a slew of crosses. The wreck was discovered in 2015, but is currently being excavated. Experts say many of the items on board were made in Egypt, and that the ship was designed in a new way, as ship construction techniques revolutionized during this very period. That is so interesting. All right, well, that's it for today's news. Today is Monday, July 27th, 2020. We've got a low of 26 and a high of 31 degrees Celsius in Tel Aviv. That's 79 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 87 degrees in the central city. Thanks for getting caught up with me. See you all tonight at 8 p.m. Israel time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Sunset Series event via Zoom. And don't forget, subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. Please reach out and let me know who you are and where you're listening from. I want to write with you in mind when I do the news. I'll send you off into the week with Subliminal and Shrip Their new song, Tamit Kadima, has 618,000 views and hundreds of comments on YouTube from Israelis and all people who love their music. And I will say, I just love this song. Have a great and productive day. Dimalo na mia The fox, the fox, he gets the dark of the land. The living ones, the garrimicholim, I a the from the age of 6 a month to age Weạn with a half 장m descends And we turn in down Vous am pista de głow Even in every Pretty Mermaid Don't make it a was carpet All in there Everything is everything in the head Always دي مالونا يالا